If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Chris Nelson. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 188 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free book and directly support the stream by checking out Audible. They have thousands of books from every genre. You're definitely going to find something you like. Just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Audible and get your free book today. Well, let's start off today. I, I know that this uh, that this person is kind of divisive. A lot of people just absolutely hate the guy, especially on the internet. I feel like it's very popular to dislike Jimmy Fallon, and I don't dislike him. I think he's fine, and, and for if anything, he is the only late night show host and I am I'm a big fan of late night TV even though I really don't get to watch it much anymore um, but I've always been a big fan of late night TV uh, he is the only late night TV host that actually gives a crap about video games or at least gives them they, he puts them on the same platform as everyone else now a lot of people get mad because Jimmy Fallon seems to get excited about everything but guess what I get excited about everything I love loving things you know that's a very famous quote from uh, Jeff Kanata uh, he was on the totally rad show and he said I just love loving things and anybody who that you know let your geek show and that's what Jimmy Fallon does anyway the whole reason I'm bringing up Jimmy Fallon on a Nintendo podcast is because he got to have the first hands-on play of Mario Tennis Aces, and I'm very excited about this game. Now, I didn't get to watch the whole thing uh, because I was at work all day, and then I had to come home and start the show, so I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but I watched the beginning and it looked really fun. The stuff that I watched, he was just using motion control. So I didn't see if he got to do, um, you know, just traditional controls playing the game or not. Um, but it wasn't like other times where he had like Reggie came on the show to show off Breath of the Wild and show off the Nintendo Switch and stuff like that. It wasn't like that uh, for this. This was just it looked like him in his dressing room uh just trying out the game. I uh, like the the audio quality is kind of bad because it, it looked like they were just shooting it with a phone or something. I'm not sure. Uh, like he didn't have a good microphone or something. Um, but the gameplay looks really good. And everything that I see about Mario Tennis Aces uh, gets me really excited about the game because like Jimmy, I love loving things. Putting in chat says people, some people love to hate things. And that's true. There's some people out there who just are not happy unless they are grumbling about something. Uh, but 
you know, I, I'm excited to play that game. I can't wait to uh, to check it out. And we're definitely going to be having some some uh, uh, tournaments here in the Nerd Nest over at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Make sure you join up. Uh, join the Discord, and then you can be part of our Mario Tennis Aces tournaments. Uh, but that, that aside, if you want to check out the video, just click on the link in the show notes, and it will take you straight there. By the way, uh, this is something that I never say, and I, I probably should, uh, for the um, for the people who uh, watch the show on YouTube after the fact. I'm always talking about the show notes, and I don't actually post the show notes to YouTube, so I'm very sorry about that, but it's really easy uh, to figure out what the show notes are. It's always going to be runjumpstomp.com slash and then the episode number. So uh, this is episode 188, so... The show notes are runjumpstomp.com slash 188, and they will show up after I'm done recording, uh, but that's where you'll find it. Anyway, uh, now you know where to find the show notes in case you were ever wondering. All right, let's move on. It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. All right, next on the list of things to talk about is new Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle DLC is now out, apparently. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this. It is the craziest title. Like, this has got to be the longest title for a video game ever. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Donkey Kong Adventure. Uh, there is a trailer that is online now that you can check it out. Um, you know what? Maybe you can't download the game yet. I'm not sure. I thought that when I watched the, the footage earlier, and I'm going to have to mute this, and let me... Let me get this off the screen real quick. Here we go. Um, oh, yep, it says right here. Uh, I wanted to make sure that it didn't get picked up by uh, the YouTube bots that so that they would think I'm stealing the content. But it says right here, available now. So I guess it is now out. Now, what I don't know is what is the cost of this? I, you know, Nintendo, I seem to remember uh, Nintendo giving this stuff away for free but i think that there was also a season pass so i'm pretty sure that if you have the season pass for mario plus rabbits kingdom battle now you finally have a reason to have it because up until now yes now i'm remembering everything up until now all you really got were some some guns uh and the the guns were you know they were okay uh, early game, they were really good, but then you would eventually level up and, and get stuff that was better. So uh, up until this point, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense for the people who bought the Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Season Pass. And now finally, it looks pretty good. Like I watched the video and it looks like there's a whole new world to go through. Uh, you've got Donkey Kong and a... A grandpa rabid it looks like with a giant slingshot um overall i think it looks really fun i'm probably not going to be picking it up i played donkey kong or not donkey kong i played mario plus rabbit's kingdom battle and i really enjoyed what i played but it didn't hook me the way i feel like everybody else was hooked on that game it didn't really draw me into it, uh, and because of that, I quickly got distracted, saw something shiny, and started playing other things, and I never got back to that game, and it's not because I think it's a bad game. It just doesn't call to me, uh, so now that this is out, it doesn't make me want to, I mean, I want to play that content, but I didn't finish the original content, so plunking down more money 
just doesn't really make sense to me. Um, Kodiak Moonwolf in chat says, doesn't look like it's out here yet in the UK, uh, unless it's the season pass, you have to get it. Uh, Pudding says, I haven't even finished the third world in Mario plus Rabbids. Mario uh, Pudding might be in the same boat as me. Uh, so, oh, Super 80s says, having trouble viewing the stream today. Oh, I'm sorry, Super 80s. Make sure you watch the VOD after, after the fact, if you can. Uh, so anyway, are you guys excited about, uh, the Mario plus Rabbids Donkey Kong Adventure DLC? Um, let me know. In fact, what I'm going to do is as soon as I finish recording this segment, I'm going to go ahead and make a Twitter poll. And I want you guys to go to my Twitter account at RunJumpStomp. And there's going to be a poll there. Uh, and you let me know how if you are excited for uh, the new Donkey Kong DLC uh, for Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. Okay, so the next story I think is fantastic. In fact, I think it is the most important story of the day. In fact, it might be the most important story that we talk about this month. That would be in May. And that is Nintendo uh, Online Services. I'm sorry, Nintendo bans online services for a prominent hacker's Switch console. This comes to us via Nintendo Life. Uh, There is a, a hacker who goes by Shiny Quagsire, apparently. He is a uh, big in the homebrew community. Now, I'm not against homebrew stuff, but what I am against are cheaters. And, you know, Nintendo is protecting the rest of the player base from people who are potentially cheaters by looking at your Switch, seeing if it has been hacked, and then banning it from using online services. So... Uh, Shiny Quagsire got a, uh, a, a message from Nintendo, uh, an error code, basically. It says, the use of online services on this console is currently restricted by Nintendo. Please contact customer support, blah, 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 blah. So then he reached out and he got an email uh, back and they said, Hello, thank you for patiently awaiting for a reply on your situation. Unfortunately, given the information you provided, we will be unable to cancel the ban on your system. I understand this is not what you wanted to hear and certainly appreciate your understanding in this matter. For more information, please review on our support site, support.nintendo.com, the EULA that pertains to your system. So, All right, so what's happening here is he's a homebrew modder. He modded his Nintendo Switch, and Nintendo detected that and said, you're done. You're not going to be playing that Switch online anymore. And while maybe he wasn't up to anything nefarious, if if Nintendo has a policy, and it's a a system-wide policy, and says, listen, we don't want you playing on uh we don't want you playing your hacked consoles on our system because there's possibilities that people could be cheating then um how am i going to say this then i agree with them because i hate playing with cheaters uh and i don't understand the motive of somebody to cheat in the game but i hate playing with cheaters and if this is what nintendo is going to do to keep cheaters out of the games online i think that's a good idea now i'm looking at chat here um Let's see. Pudding says, the way I understand is that they ban the account, not the console. 
because uh, he got the error on an unhacked console. Um, as far as I'm concerned, that's good. For for me, I think that that's good. And all, you know, just because he says that it was an unhacked console doesn't mean that it was. Um, but you know what? If you want to hack stuff, then you run the risk of not getting, uh, not being able to play online. And you know, the more people that break the rules. Uh, the less likely it is for people who obey the rules to have a good experience. So I like that Nintendo is coming down hard with the ban hammer here because if they don't, then they're going to regret it, I think. Um, I've been playing MMOs for years, massively multiplayer online games. I've been playing them for years. And inevitably, you run into gold farmers or hackers or people who are cheating the system and interfering with the way that I want to play the game, which is the way that it was designed. And because of them, it kind of ruins the enjoyment. Like, the you know, the gold farmers will cause too much inflation in the uh, online community. And this makes all of the prices of things on the auction house skyrocket. There's There's a lot of unforeseen consequences to hacking a game and you know the more that nintendo comes down on you know somebody like that the better because i've seen too many times uh, a company who will say well you know we don't want to alienate our customers so maybe we'll just you know give them a small punishment or maybe we'll just say you know don't do that again uh it's much better to be swift and harsh with the punishment because you know this guy can just go out and get a new account and that sucks for him, but he shouldn't have been breaking the rules. Uh, Pudding says, well, I agree, but I think it's harsh to ban the account. I would like to have a switch used for homebrew and one for online plays. And I understand that. I, I totally do. But I would prefer to have them come down really hard to dissuade people from cheating altogether. And uh, because now... If you are caught cheating or hacking, uh, and, and yes, there are reasons to do homebrew outside of that, but that is one of the reasons that you might do a modded console is so that you can cheat and so that you can hack. Um, and it's it's not easy enough for Nintendo. I don't believe it would be easy enough for Nintendo to tell one way or the other, hey, this guy is just doing homebrew. This guy is just hacking his console. And for them to ban the account, that puts a big disincentive on uh, the player to you to start cheating. And the reason why is because we have our games that we've purchased digitally linked to our account. And if our account is gone, then we lose all our games. And so I think that that's really important lesson that this guy has learned. And I forgot to turn off my audio. So right now we've got a new subscriber from Triforce Sword. Thank you very much. I can't believe I forgot to shut that off. So YouTube, now you get to experience that, what that sounds like when we're, uh, <laughs> when we're uh, doing the, uh, the podcast live. And same, same, same goes for the audio listeners. Thank you guys very much. Uh, thank you, Triforce Sword, for using Twitch Prime to subscribe. You're awesome. All right, let's move on. Super Mario, Super Mario, Super Mario World. I'm going to bring the next two stories in together because uh, they're both rumors. Uh, the first one comes from Emily Rogers. She's an admin over on uh, Resetera, which is, used to be NeoGAF, basically. And uh, she uh, had posted 
in insider information about uh, the Pokemon game that's coming to the Nintendo Switch. And what she said was, I just want to provide some clarification on what I said and what I didn't say. And for those of you watching the video, I'm highlighting it right now so you can see what I'm looking at. Oh, look at that cat down there. It's so cute. All right. Uh, it says... What I said, I believe a Pokemon game is releasing on Switch later this year. It will be an RPG with at least, with at least two versions. What I didn't say, I didn't specify whether it was a core game, a spin-off series, or a remake of an older game, or a Gen 8 game. Uh, then, then she said, I won't be sharing any more details. The announcement isn't far, isn't that far away. Okay. That's some pretty low-hanging fruit there. The idea that a a um, that a Pokemon game is coming to the Switch game uh, to the Switch console, I think anybody would guess that. Uh, that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, after the Switch came out, and then we had uh, Pokemon, what the heck is the name of it? Uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon come to the 3DS last year, and I believe even at that point. The Pokemon company said this is the last Pokemon uh, RPG that's going to be coming out on the 3DS, you know. So the fact that she's saying this stuff really isn't a huge surprise. The second thing that she said is that it's uh, it's going to be an RPG with at least two versions. What uh, what a surprise. And, uh, you know, nothing against Emily. I'm just <clears throat> I'm just saying people people see what 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 is said here and anybody could guess that. You know, I would totally guess that that would be happening, especially since Nintendo said at last year's E3, we're working on a Pokemon game that's going to be a core RPG. You know, that's not a huge surprise to anybody. Uh, so and then finally, she says, I won't be sharing details with anyone. The announcement isn't that far away. That's also a pretty safe bet. We've got E3 right around the corner. So whether it comes out before E3, which is what I believe she predicted, or whether it comes out at E3, her phrasing here is saying, look, the announcement's not far away. Well, E3's not far away. So I'm I'm fairly certain we're going to hear about a Nintendo, or I'm sorry, a Pokemon game at E3 this year, especially because Nintendo said at their not quarterly, not at their annual report last um in April, I believe, uh, that the Pokemon game for the Nintendo Switch is uh, slated to come out fiscal year 2018, which is uh, sometime between, let me think for a second, I can't remember, sometime between April 1st, 2018 and March 31st, 2019. So anywhere between there is totally fine. Uh, the second rumor is that Ridley and Simon Belmont are going to be joining the Super Smash Brothers roster. Now, this one I see on uh, Destructoid. I've seen it actually quite a few places. And for those of you who don't remember who these characters are, Ridley is like that big, uh, scary pterodactyl looking thing in Metroid. And Simon Belmont, he's the he's the fellow with the whip from the Castlevania games. Uh, so Destruct. Destructoid here says that uh, Vergben, I don't know who that is, uh, they predicted that the Ninja Turtles would be making their way to an Injustice game, which actually when that came out, that was pretty cool looking, you know, um, and that Grow would be in Soul Calibur. Um, 
you know, those are some pretty big. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody would go out there and say, "Hey, guess what, Ninja Turtles." I think that they're going to be in the uh, in the next uh, DC fighting game. Like, who would guess that? Nobody would guess that. That's just you know, clearly he has uh, this person has good information sometimes. Um, now, as far as Ridley being in Super Smash Brothers, I don't know that I buy that. Like, Ridley is a huge huge character and i believe even sakurai has said look putting putting ridley in the game is is probably not the best idea because they're so big um and shrinking them down to be the same size as the other characters that really wouldn't make sense either so the idea of ridley being in the next smash brothers game doesn't make sense to me however Simon Belmont, I think that's a really good idea. Simon would have some really cool uh, moves with that whip. Uh, you know, they also had like the cross and the uh, the holy water and all this other stuff um, that that you could easily add to the the up smash and down smash and that that kind of stuff. I think that that uh, Simon Belmont would be awesome. Uh, now, uh, Vergeben or Vergeben, Vergeben, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, he also has said that the ice climbers are making a reappearance. Now, this is one where I totally buy that the ice climbers are going to come back to Smash. The only reason why. Uh, ice climbers were taken out of smash to begin with uh it was because of when you ported it to the 3ds uh the 3ds hardware just didn't have enough oomph to handle having the ice climbers on the screen at the same time at least that's what nintendo said um it might might just be that uh sakurai said you know what it's too hard to balance with these two i'm not sure um but uh, that's why they were. Uh, that's the official word on why they were taken out of the game in Smash Four. Um, well, now we're on the Switch. The Switch is definitely more powerful, and it could definitely handle having the ice climbers in the game. And I know that there's a lot of people who were sad that um, Popo and Nana were removed from the game. So maybe they will come back, or maybe they'll be split up like. Um, like a palette swap. Maybe that's something else that they could do because I don't know if you remember, but in older Smash games, Zelda and Sheik were the same character and you would you would do a button and it would switch them from one to the other. Uh, and then they eventually said, you know what, let's make this two different characters. So um, the, the roster of um, Smash Brothers has always been pretty fluid. Uh, one more thing to think about with this, is the idea that um, they've been pretty good about keeping secrets as to when they're adding characters to the game. Like, I think the reveal... I remember distinctly watching the reveal of when Cloud was coming... Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. When Cloud Strife was coming to uh, Smash Brothers 4... Like, that was a jaw-dropping moment. Nobody had that stuff ahead of time. And I think that... For the most part, uh, the developers of uh, Smash have been really good about keeping secrets. So they probably still are pretty good at keeping secrets. Uh, Triforce Sword in chat says, do you think they should bring the old story from Smash to the new one? Um, I don't know. I prefer if they just, if, if they're going to have a story mode, just make a new one. But I've never really cared about the story mode. Uh, I, I play through it because it's fun, but I don't care about the 
story because it was never really all that interesting to me. Uh, but I know that a lot of people have said that they would like to have the what's it called the sub subspace emissary mode back in the game which was removed in uh smash brothers 4 so i think that that it's it would be a good idea for them to bring it forward just because a lot of people like it uh putting in chat said i think the issue with ice climber was when three or four players were picking up the character it was too much for the hardware right yeah so if you were if you had two like basically there's too many characters on the screen um at least that was nintendo's official thing our official response or official reason anyway uh so there we go All right, one more rumor, and then I've got a couple videos that I want you guys to uh, check out if you've got time. Uh, the first is, or the 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 last rumor is, uh, according to Japanese Nintendo, uh, is that Nintendo has now applied for a trademark for the Nintendo 64. Uh, so people are saying, well, this means that we're getting an N64 Mini, and I don't doubt that we're getting an N64 Mini. It makes perfect sense for them to uh, put out an N64 Mini. Uh, first off, how many controllers is it going to come with? I think it'll come with two controllers. That's my guess. Um, but I, I think that we'll get an N64 Mini at some point. This trademark does not mean that we will. And that's because Nintendo has to renew its trademarks. Any company who has a trademark on something, they have to renew their trademarks. I don't know how often, but I, it's pretty often. And if they don't, um, re, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If they don't renew their trademarks, then they could lose their trademark. And that means anybody can start uh, making stuff uh, with that logo or with that name. So, of course, Nintendo is going to be refreshing their Nintendo 64 trademark. Doesn't mean we're getting one. No. Doesn't mean we're not. No. Are we? I think so. I really do think so. The Atari 2600. Now get up to $30 in rebate offers plus a free Pac-Man. All right, real quick, I want to talk about a couple of games. The first one is Disco Dodgeball. Uh, my full review for Disco Dodgeball is up on my YouTube page over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, I want to talk just a little bit about that game. I have had a lot of fun, or I, I had a lot of fun playing the... Uh, the press event the other day where it was online. Uh, that game is really good and it is best on the Nintendo Switch. I worry that there's two things about the game that worry me. And I didn't really talk about this in in my review because I didn't know about it yet. Uh, it does not have cross-platform play. That is very upsetting because you want to have as big a player base as possible. And the fact that this particular game, I really liked it on uh, Steam, but I didn't play it very much on Steam because one thing that was not the developer's fault, I didn't have a good controller for it. Uh, but the, the other reason is because there was nobody to play with. So if I pick this up on the Nintendo Switch, where it's, I think is the best place to play it because it has gyroscopic aiming for throwing that ball at somebody, um, you know... I might have a too small of a pool of people to play with. And that's upsetting to me. So hopefully at some point the developer, uh, which is Zen Studios, hopefully they 
see the light or maybe it's out of their hands. Maybe it's not something that they're allowed to do. Maybe they have to talk to all of the different uh, platform holders first. I'm not sure. All I know is that this game would be better with a larger pool of people. Now, real quick, if you want to um, see the whole video again, check out the link in the show notes or check out my YouTube channel. But my overall thoughts is that the game is really fun, the best played on the Nintendo Switch because of the gyroscopic aiming. Uh, and if you don't know what it is, it is basically a Tron-styled dodgeball game uh, with awesome music in the background. And that's it's really fun and simple, and uh, I recommend it. Uh, another video that I want you guys to check out if you're interested is my kind of my in progress review of a game called Fallen Legion. Uh, this is a game which previously came out on the PS4 and Xbox One and Steam, and now it's come to the Nintendo Switch. And they actually, uh, there were two games previously, and both of those games have been combined into one game. And this is a side scrolling, button mashing strategy game which is a weird way to say it. It's really fun, and um, I recommend the game. It's got really good art style. The music is fantastic. Uh, I'm really enjoying the story. Uh, I find the the writing is is pretty, pretty damn good. Um, and overall, I recommend Fallen Legion, but if you want to watch the full video or the full, um, the full review, to get all the all the nuances of it, um, make sure that you check it out uh, on the link in the show notes. Or again, like I said, I hear saxophone downstairs. Uh, or like I said, um, over at my YouTube channel. Uh, let's see. Triforce Sword asks, is the Switch the only console or you own or do you experiment with PS4 and Xbox One? I also have a PS4 um, and I have a Nintendo Switch and I have a PC. So thank you for asking. Uh, all right, let's one more video. And that is the latest in the NES archive series. Uh, this one was Muscle, which is a it's based on an old uh, toy, um, an old toy, like these little eraser sized and almost made out of the same eraser material uh, rubber wrestlers that you could buy in buckets back in the 80s. And um they ended up making a, a wrestling game out of it, and that is Muscle. Um, I can't remember what Muscle stands for, but it's like it's an acronym. And uh, you know, make sure that you check out the NES archive uh, footage over at my YouTube channel. All right, let's move on to emails, and then we will wrap this up. Sega hot hits today, hot hits on the way. Plug into today's hottest arcade. All right, I got two emails. The first one is from Janko. They say, hi, Bill. First, thanks for your show. I'm listening to every episode here in Germany, and you are doing a great job. I want to add something to your NBA Playgrounds mention, mention on the show. The thing that I did not hear exactly in your show was the fact that the, the game Shaq-Fu on Super Nintendo and Mega Drive had a really, really bad reputation, and that they're even playing with that in the trailers for the remake. That is true. It was supposed to be abysmal. I never played it, though. Uh, so if they say in the trailer that the remake will be better, that means nothing, because the first game was, in the opinion of the reviewers, one of the baddest games out there. And that means that it was a bad game. They're not saying it in the in the 80s version of that was bad, you know? Um Oh, where was it? And says, I personally think that a remake could be fun. And I bought Playgrounds at the moment they said you could get Shaq Fu for free. 
but I think another problem is that with their company. One thing that bothers me more than anything else they did is is the fact that the screenshots in the eShop are not from the Switch version, but from the PS4 or something like that because the graphics look better. They have shadows, and I think it falls under the category of a scam. Uh, keep on doing a great show, and by the way, when it's available again, is your wife shipping to Germany's best regards, Janko? All right. Um, I did not know that they used the PS4 graphics for... Uh, the Switch eShop, that is nonsense, and that is absolute nonsense. I hope that they don't do that. Like, I hope the video that they show on there is not also like that. Uh, secondly, my wife, for those of you that don't know, my wife has an Etsy shop where she makes uh, zippered pouches and dock socks. There's little cloth things you put on the front of your Nintendo Switch dock to make it look cooler. Um, and right now her shop is on vacation because we had a death in the family and she's too busy dealing with that stuff to to sew stuff because uh, she sews these as, thing, as people buy stuff. But once the shop opens back up, yes, we do ship to Germany, but you have to remember that there are tariffs uh, that that I have no control over. So whatever you are paying for shipping, you may have to pay something else once it actually arrives in your country. Uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, second email I also got from Sean Bustler. Uh, he said in response to a question I asked a while back, he said, games I want to play on the Switch, I want to play Mass Effect Trilogy, I want to play Resident Evil Remake, Resident Evil 4, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, Command and Conquer Red Alert. Command and Conquer? Isn't that an RTS, like a mouse and click RTS? That would be tough. Um, Final Fantasy 7, Red Dead Redemption, Barkham, Barkham, Batman, Arkham Trilogy, and you're right, Shining Force. My iOS, my iOS version of Shining Force broke, and I can only play it on the Wii. That is a long list of games that you want to play portably, and I I applaud that list. So those are good stuff. If you want to email the show, you can do so by going to uh, your email client and typing in runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Kodiak Moonwolf in chat says... RJS's wife makes really cool things. He is he is correct. Uh, she does. Um, they uh, he also says they did bring some Command and Conquer games to consoles. I did not know that. All right, guys, I am all done. I gotta go. Uh, if you are looking to support con content like this, head on over to runjumpstomp.com/thank you. There's a bunch of links there that you can use uh, in order to support the show. One of them is. Um, well, you know what? You can find out when you get there. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. Um, don't forget that the full show tends to be longer than the show that you hear on the podcast. Uh, and if you want to watch the full show, you can either show up live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or you can watch the VOD after the fact um, at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, finally, uh, thank you everybody who has supported the show in the past. I really appreciate it. And big thank you to the chatters. You guys are awesome. And I would not be able to make this show without you. Uh, the chatters who are here today are Kodiak, Moonwolf, Beats Alive, Aerslia, Link31254, Mango Tree, Mikey B. Playing, Mr. Pikmin, Nintendork04, Super 80s, TF Wagner, The General Doctor, um, Triforce Sword, and we got uh, new subscriptions from Nintendo, Aerosolia, and Triforce Sword today. You guys are awesome. I'm out of here. You guys have an awesome day. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.